Well, we are back, huh? We're back at the Nine Club, everybody. And let me tell you, today we got a special, special, special guest, Mr. Josh Oaks. Josh, what's up, bud? Is this going to like be a copyright thing? Is this going to be a problem? I don't think uh, Chris and Roger are going to come after us. Kelly's not going to come after us. <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm uh, excited, to, excited to be here. Yeah, thank you very much for coming on, man. Much appreciated. So in addition to switching up the intro, we're going to switch up the start of the podcast as well. So instead of diving in to how you got started snow skating, we have a new feature on the Snow Skate Source podcast. We're going to give you a little quiz. And this is designed to test your snow skate knowledge, your video part knowledge, music stuff, you know, stuff that Zach Alwarden would ace no problem, but everybody else is going to, you know, probably have a hard time with. So five questions should be simple. We'll see how you do. You ready, Josh? Yeah, hit me. All right. First question. Who had Ender in Ambition Snow Skates 60 Days? Dude. (laughs) (laughs) I like where this is going. All (laughs) All right. Your answer, Josh? Oh, uh, what's that dude that lives in his van? Uh, <laughs> right? It's like same guy? I think so. I think you're on the right track. Oh. I can't give any hints, you know, being the host. But. Oh, right, right. Josh, me? Josh, you. Yes, you are one <laughs> for one. That's a great start. <laughs> Bad at tests, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number two. What is the best city in the continental United States to make terrible, terrible decisions in? These are good questions. Minneapolis seems to be a good one. You are correct. You, <laughs> you are two for two so far. Seems like a decent, decent place to do them. You've done some horrible things here that we're not going to repeat on air. So we'll just move on to the next question. <laughs> Zach's covered, you know, at least some of that. We, mm-hmm. we, won't, we don't need to go into it. All right. Question number three. When will Josh Oaks retire from snow skating? Oh, man. You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough one i like to play is that your final answer yeah i can't uh i'm gonna leave that one open because don't want to make any uh i don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh the answer is incorrect you're going to talk about retiring every year but still film video parts and you're never going to quit snow skating question number four <laughs> Last winter, I was like, dude, I'm done with this. Like, there's no dude, way. Dude, you say it every winter, Josh. You're not, you're not going to quit. Let's be real. You're going to keep filming. You're going to keep snow skating. Come on. Don't, don't quit, keep messing with us. <laughs> Question number four. If you had to go to a deserted island, who is the one person you would take with you? Mm. Does it have to be in the skate snow skate community or just like a person no it can be anyone deserted island one person one person we can do this like the office or we can give you like a couple movies and like a book or something too if you want (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna go with phil smodgy incorrect the correct answer is peter jones dude There's no bus bus station for me to drop them off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. And I know you guys are nothing but love. I mean, that's, you know, that's nothing against Peter. Just 
Josh, <laughs> witnessing your and Peter's interactions over the years is like the funniest thing on earth to me. Like you guys <laughs> together are just, it's too much. <laughs> it's like the little brother I never had. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're two for four. You're not doing very good. Uh, last question. What is the most fondly looked upon era of your snow skate career? In my opinion or, or yours? Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, fondly looked upon. Well, I had hair when I was younger, so that was sick. Yeah, that, that was pretty tight. I used to wear snow pants. Not that tight. Mm. This is a hard one. I don't know. I don't want to answer this about myself. Oh, you have to. That's the rules of the game. Fondly looked upon. Um... I'm, there's too much pressure. I'm going to get it wrong, and I'm going to lo- like, lose. I'm going to lose the test. <laughs> You've already lost, actually. Yeah, the best you can do is 60%. So, yeah, you're going to fail either way. Might as well just throw something out, Josh. Um, can, you, can you ask the question again? What, the question? <laughs> <laughs> what is the most fondly looked upon era of your snow skate career? I feel like this is a loaded question. I don't know. <laughs> Let's go with... My first sponsor me tape. Incorrect. The Evolve era. Oh, dude, that didn't even pop into my head. <laughs> You're right. That's the golden oh, days. Those were the days. <laughs> oh man, I don't think people. I mean, because the, like nothing really happened with Evolve, and we'll go into this later. People. Oh, Things happen. Yeah. <laughs> People don't know how sick that was because, like, not much really happened to that footage. Like, yeah, it went onto your YouTube channel, but, like, you had oh, some yeah. amazing tricks in that part that, like, I think you were skating an ambition for some of it, but, you know, we, we don't have to go there. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I, think, I think a lot of it, like, maybe even half that part was on uh, one of the, I think it was like a blank ambition board, the white one. Yep, the blank white one. Yep. <clears throat> Yeah, those were uh, those were days. Those were definitely days. That's true. <laughs> All right, so let's take it back. Let's go a little more traditional, and let's talk about how you got into snow skating. And I guess let's talk about skateboarding, too, in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Yeah. I had a particular question about that that uh, I think came up on the Phil Moreau episode. But uh, we were wondering what's in the water in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, that <laughs> really makes for great snow skating uh, talent. We hear that question quite a bit. I don't know, like, I feel like it's kind of like a similar, I don't know, thing happened in the UP where, like, snow skating is such a one-off sport or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't know, like, once one person does it and, like, you kind of just develop a crew around the, like, little niche, if that makes sense, where it's, like, you the more people that are like in that area that uh, skate with each other, they kind of just eventually all be maybe begin to snow skate together. Right. Right. So like one dude does it and then it's like, all right, like they got you to go out and then you're like, all right, I'll start doing it. And then so to give some, to give some background, Phil Smeji got you into snow skating and you guys had known each other, I guess before that or. Um, okay. Yeah. So Phil Smeji, has a younger brother, Pat Smaji. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually knew him 
like I knew both of them, but I had hung out with Pat before kind of starting any snow skate type relationship with Phil. And you were already skateboarding at this point or. Yeah. So I guess I'm going to jump all over, but I guess we can start like back from, so I started skateboarding in uh, fifth grade, like the summer between fifth and sixth grade. And couldn't tell you what year that is. We'll uh, tag Zach in here. (laughs) And then I, like, I want to say I skated for, can't remember exactly how long I was skateboarding before snow skating, but um, I lived in like this cul-de-sac growing up and Jake Boss lived like, he was like my neighbor kind of like a few houses down. Dude, you're describing rocket power right now. <laughs> it is. No, 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 no. Like the whole, for real, like the whole, all the it was rocket power. <laughs> I skated, Jake did, Jake rode moto. Jake's neighbor uh, was like a pro BMX racer. Well, it was like older brother was. And then the other kid that we hung out with, his name was Ryan, raced BMX too. So he had like a BMX track in the back. I somehow talked my dad into like building a, me a skate park. So it was like, well, we wake up, see if, who could like play and put that in quotation marks. So it doesn't sound super weird. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, it'd be like, should we skate today? And like, you could rollerblade at my house. Like it straight up was rocket power. Like wow. I compared it to that all the time. Wow. Yeah. I was joking, but that actually sounds like rocket power. <laughs> like, that's sick. Take me back. Cause that was, it was like, <laughs> that was so sick. Like you just ripped around at everyone. And like, we just, ride moto for like morning well not really morning because no one got up until noon but for a while and went and skated later like it was just it was rad no it sounds sick so um, in this rocket power cul-de-sac community eventually that led to snow skating like i imagine someone got a board for christmas or something well so because of jake boss's like well he because he rode moto he developed a relationship with the smodgies which is kind of what led like bridge that gap so that's like how i was introduced to pat and phil um because jake would like skateboard with me a little bit but he was always like dude you gotta try this like snow skate thing like phil and pat do it and i was like dude that is nope i'm good i'm just gonna (laughs) snowboard i was like that's not tight i don't like that and then uh because I was, I remember like wanting to like get into snowboarding like su- super bad. Like I got my dad to I think buy me some like it must have been like a complete snowboard. You know how they make like complete skateboards. Mm-hmm. So something from like a board sports store. Sure. And then so I'd hang out with Jake a little bit, and he would like kind of snow skate on like do the dumbest things ever. Like this, you're gonna <laughs> this is like embarrassing, but. <laughs> Like, you know, so at first, obviously, like, most people try a skateboard deck, mm-hmm. like, no wheels or anything. Mm-hmm. But he had, like, and I know the people listening won't be able to see, but, you know, like, the super small skateboards that, like, you can stand on. They're, like, bigger than a handboard, but, but it's, like, you know what I'm talking about? The little penny boards or whatever? No, it's, like, they would sell them, like... It's, like, a plus-size like, tech deck, basically, right? Yeah, they were, yeah. like... like I don't know, weird little skateboards, like, um... Oh, oh, no, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, like, yeah. and there's no reason that they them. they should be that small, and they were, like, 20 bucks a piece or whatever. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I don't understand what this is. So, like, yeah. Jake was a pretty small dude, 
<laughs> and like I kid you not, like he would rip around on one of those things. Like it was wow. nothing, man. Like not like tricks. Like we would if there was like you know a drop off of a deck. You like we were just like throwing down and like trying to somehow like stay on the board. Like you'd land, like you'd ride off the drop and like it wouldn't work. But like he was just dicking around. Sure. And uh, that I, honestly, man, like I think that might be like one of the first times I ever slid on like a board on snow it was like on <laughs> one of those things or some like skateboard deck. But uh, so and like that's what kind of made me be like, this is a bad idea. I'm just going to snowboard. <laughs> and uh, so then Jake would like make a snow skate set up at his house. And so I would go over there and I would like try to snowboard it. And it was just like a nightmare because i had to like strap in try fall unstrap walk back like what well, it's not mm-hmm. meant for a backyard and, mm-hmm. like, right by no means were we doing anything like any like notable tricks or anything like that but but yeah so that was pretty much like i was like nope i'm not into this so then uh, he finally convinced me um because he was gonna bring pat smodgy phil's younger brother over to my house and we were going to like snow skate on this. My dad built me like a through the craziest ramp. Like is like a, I had a five stair with like a handrail and like, uh, so it was like a bank, 16 feet of flat and then a five stair. Mm. And then along the whole face was a quarter pipe. Oh, wow. Mm. So it was like, I don't know. It was pretty sick. So we were yeah, snow skating. That's amazing. And like Pat brought like a, an old premiere i don't even know what one but like it had some grip and it was fast and it like it worked and then i remember so i must have been skateboarding for a little while because i i kickflip my five stair and i was like mm. whoa this is kind of sick and like i remember front boarding the little like rail that i had down it mm. and so, that was the first time like you actually had a, a like a real snow skate that you did anything you yeah, had- yeah that was like the first exposure to snow skating ever so I for sure was like skateboarding for a minute then because mm-hmm. like I I would imagine I could kick up a five star on a skateboard before I I'm just like it such a blur. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was like kind of the that that I remember that session. I was like, OK, like I think I'm into this. Like I'm going to try to I'm going to try to get one. Yeah. And um, Pat, I believe, gave me one, but like not the good one that I was riding. So it was like. <laughs> so slow like it kind of worked but i was not happy like i wasn't doing anything on it sure Damn. um like wood or plastic do you remember what it was oh it was a wood premiere i just don't remember the graphic to be honest i want to say it was like i don't remember the uh yeah i'm not i'm gonna i'm not even gonna be able to like describe it but it would be probably like a graphic from maybe like 2006 era i don't know when the eyeball one came out but before that okay probably oh five oh six something like that it's probably still uh sitting under under the snow at this magical retreat right now somewhere yeah really (laughs) (laughs) so after that did you eventually get an ambition because that was around 2007 2008 is when those first came out so when did you first start skating like a real snow skate quote unquote well, so then I like talked kind of like the story I feel like most people have. Like I talked to my mom into getting me one from, from Zoomies. Classic. And, uh, yep. It was the Max Hilti eyeball premiere. Board. In hindsight, it's pretty pretty crazy that Zoomies carried those back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
surprising Thank and you. in a weird way kind of cool. I don't like yeah. saying anything positive about Zoomies. They don't but really anymore, though. No, I haven't mm-hmm. seen... Well, I guess I don't go there. I wouldn't yeah, really know, yeah. but... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, got my mom to get me one. I knew nothing. I didn't know there was a thing. Like, I was like, oh, there's grip on it. Sick. <laughs> this will it, suffice. <laughs> it, it was, like, it's comical because I, I just... Like every skateboard, I was like, oh, I can, like, it's brand new. I'm going to go, like, cruise around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I throw down on my road because it had just snowed. Like, probably perfect conditions, maybe, mm-hmm. in my eyes. And, like, threw down, feet went, landed on the board. My feet didn't even, like, my legs never changed, like, the distance between, like, my feet. I just slid off the nose. Like, <laughs> the, board still under me. the board didn't move at all. I just threw down, like, Shh. All it off the nose of the <laughs> board, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" And I tried to like ride down like a there was an apartment complex behind my mom's house, so like the plow builds up a huge pile of snow. So I remember trying to like do anything, and I couldn't. There's no grip, so I was like, "Dude, what's going on?" <laughs> so I think I got some FS grip. I don't know if uh, any yeah. of the newer snow skaters know what that is, but I got it from Phil Smodgy. He used to like swear by it interesting um because he rode for them so i got a sheet through him camera i feel like i maybe paid it him for it or something but and did so you just put the those. the fs grip over the existing grip for people who don't yeah. know the fs grip was just like a softer foam grip tape without any studs like extreme grip it was just like basically regripping your snow skate but with yeah, much yeah. softer foam yeah it was like and it was super grippy too like for if there were like dry, if it was like warm or or it was like the the snow that's like sugary where it's like so cold that kind of doesn't make your board wet. Mm-hmm. Too wet, I mean, kind of sounds contradicting if it's warm, but it was, since it was so soft, it, your feet would like, your shoes would leave an imprint and that would give you the, all the grip you needed. Sure. But once it started to ice, like the grip started to ice over, it was no, like you couldn't use it. Sure. Yeah. Makes enough sense. <laughs> So yeah, I just put that on my board. I specifically remember doing it extremely bad. It's crooked, so <laughs> go me. But uh, yeah, I don't remember how I managed to get extreme grip because must have been the year after that I got another board for Christmas, and that would have been the Ninja Blade one. Like I think that's an Isaac. Is that Isaac Hebert? Mm-hmm. I think that so. That is graphic. Yeah, with like the sword. So I got one of those and then I, that one had extreme grip. Oh, okay. So that was like, you know, I was doing like, began snow skating on that board with FS grip, the eyeball Max Hilti. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like, we were filming at the time too. Okay. So you started like, filming like right away? Yeah. Yeah. Because I was, all right. So yeah, man, I'm going to go back and forth, but it's all good. So I started like, I got the bug for like filming skating probably just before I kind of found snow skating. So I'd already been kind of filming skateboarding. So that like concept wasn't like new mm-hmm. to me. So I was like, dude, I'm trying to get sponsored skateboarding. Now I'm going to try to get sponsored snow skating. Sure. I've only been doing it for a month, but I got <laughs> you know, like that was all I was thinking about. It's that little kid attitude. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, it was the idea. It was super appealing to me because like, just th- from like, it's such a small thing that like you could be the first to do something. Right. And that was like, whoa, what? Like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But, 
but yeah, so we were like, we started filming pretty early on. And by we, I mean like Jake Boss and myself, just cause like growing up, we would, we were kind of getting everyone in the neighborhood, the Rock Power neighborhood to snow skate and like, mm-hmm. you know, Jake had had some boards like as well. He had like that JP Walker, like orange one. Oh yeah. got from Phil or Pat or something. And he made that thing like last forever, but <clears throat> yeah. So I'm trying to think of where I was going from. So I got the blade, the board, the Isaac Heber board. Yep. And so that, that board was uh dang dude, that seems really fast, but that pretty much led in that board was in my first part with icon. Oh, the let the day unfold yeah. part, right? That was kind of like sponsor me footage that went okay. into that we ended up using in that video. So okay. some of the stuff from that board. Gotcha. So how did you get connected with Icon and were you talking to Ambition at the same time? <laughs> so I think I must have like found the forums and like whatever outlets that you could get like any sense of community on. Mm-hmm. MSN used to tell me. Yeah. The uh, snow skater classic. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to... I wonder, I want to know like how I, we like met people. Cause I don't even remember, but I used to talk to this dude. I'm going to botch his name. So I apologize in advance, but <laughs> Pat Juner, something like that. But I used to talk to that dude on MSN a bunch and like just nerding out. Sure. And, uh, so then probably, I actually probably met him on like the forum or something. One of the forums. Um, but yeah, so then I was like, all right, well, I have a, some footage. I'm going to send it. And I just tried to like send it to ambition mm-hmm. and it turned, they shot me down. Blay. <laughs> Blay's yeah. not on it. <laughs> they had just put on a, a handful of dudes or something he was saying. So they were like, not really looking to add more people. Yeah. Letting you Makes down sense. real easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Whatever. And, and what time so, was this? Oh man. So this would have been, Potentially, probably after I got my first snow skate, I tried to get fun. <laughs> so like right away, okay. Yeah, yeah, like super. Early. Like I pretty much got like so the, when I tried snow skating with uh, and like skating that five stair, mm-hmm. it was like midwinter. So I like messed around for like the remainder of that winter, maybe like a month or so, two months. I can't remember. The following winter, I got the board with the eyeball, so I had like one full one. So it was like go go go, and that's when I like. Probably just film like anything and everything, all backyard stuff, sure. full snow pants, <laughs> like sick. <laughs> and uh, probably just sent like all that stuff to Blay through some, I don't even know how, like I honestly don't remember how I sent him footage, like probably a Vimeo link and like sure. through the forum maybe, or like maybe it was MySpace or Facebook. Not too sure, but. Gotcha. But I remember. Got shot down by Blay and then ultimately sent your stuff to Icon or did Matt reach out to you or how did that happen? So I could never like, okay, so let me back up a little bit. So I had met Phil now. So I had like been snow skiing with Pat Smaji and Phil or uh, and Jake Boss and the famous Phil Smaji deck happened to be Pat's deck too. Mm. Cause they live together. So right. I would like go there to skate with Pat and then Phil would kind of wander out. And, you know, I was like, it was 
sounds kind of funny to say, but like it was like intimidating because I like knew he was like a like pretty good and like bigger mm-hmm. in the snow skate world. So, right. but he never really skated with us. Like he was always, you know, he's a busy guy. So he was like mm-hmm. going to do his own thing. Um, and then honestly, one night I was there like skating with Pat or something. He like went inside and Phil was out like doing something. Maybe he was coming out to skate even because he would dabble with us a little bit. But mm-hmm. I asked him to, I wanted him to film me, try to do a trick on that. He had that rail off his deck. Okay. And, uh, like word for word, like I, I was, do, I, was, I was doing big spin front board. Mm. And so then I, I got it and he was like, he was super hyped. And he was like, I knew you were going to be good at this man. And like, that's, <laughs> that just like stuck with me. Like still remember it like very clearly oh, Wow. and probably like heavily impacted my snow skating because like him hyped on it was sick. Right. And being hyped on it. Totally. Um, totally. so then, yeah. So like that kind of relationship started to, unfold i guess and we would hang out and skate more and uh ultimately he was going to x games and so then he was like yo i probably told him like ambition shot me down he's like well this dude is starting another company called icon i can give it to him like i probably knew of matt plays just through watching like premiere videos and stuff Mm -hmm. and so then (laughs) so then he takes it to x games I tried to go. My mom wouldn't let me, I don't think. (laughs) Don't know how that would have went over. I think that was, that could have been during like the Andy Wolf days and like when they would, they'd go, they'd go in on the party time. Yeah. So it actually would have been pretty gnarly out there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. For some, like, I don't even wonder if I could, how old was I? I could, I don't know if I could drive to be honest, man. Oh, wow. So anyway, so then Phil comes back and Matt just like, from what I remember, Phil was like given a board from Matt just for me to try and be like, see if he likes it. And sure. then like, we'll go from there. And I was like, oh my God, a free board. Yeah. And like, <laughs> it was springtime, I think. Cause like, I, when I got it, I went to the skate park and there's definitely dude skating. And I brought snow in the middle of the park. <laughs> could skate the box, like, snow skate on the box. And it was like, so mad. <laughs> like, it's so bad, dude. And like, I bet the skaters were bombed. <laughs> yeah. All, all three of them in Delvin, Wisconsin. <laughs> and uh, the board was, I mean, nothing like, they were figuring out shapes and stuff, but mm-hmm. it was probably like the, I mean, from what I've tried, the worst board I've ever ridden. <laughs> but it wasn't like, they knew that. Like the, the nose and tail were like really gnarly. Like they're pretty, pretty steep and they're small. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, like, they made them smaller for, like, to tailor to, like, Jared and what Matt wanted. So, mm-hmm. like, it made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I was, like, used to, like, really mellow nose from the premier boards. Right. And, like, those are longer and they were peanut shaped. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, it was just the first. It was, like, it's the only thing I'd ever tried. Right. But I wanted to be sponsored so bad. So I just like <laughs> tried to nose press this box and like finally did it and then sent the footage to the, I think I, I don't remember how I was in contact with him, but somehow just sent it to Matt and I was like, I made a video out of it. Mm-hmm. Just like whatever it was worth. And I was like, boards are sick. And then he was like, <laughs> that was kind of, yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of like the beginning of that. Then he was like, all right, like we can start, we'll start something next winter once it comes around. 
when uh, Icon started too, how aware were you of the snow skating industry before you got into it? Like, because you're kind of like still today younger in the game than a lot of these other guys. And there was a lot of stuff that happened before, like you got on Icon that led to that. Were you like aware of that, or how do you see yourself in this, in the, in kind of the world or the, the industry? Um. Yeah, I definitely like um, like not as informed probably because I did start after a lot of like I wasn't around for like Premier's heyday, mm-hmm. and so like. I learned all that through talking to Matt about like why he left and why another company started. Sure. And then like, I, th- I believe that they're like, did I think premier like patented the snow skate. So it was like off limits for a while. Okay. I don't know if that's like a rumor or not. I feel like for some reason it was like for 10 years, nobody could make boards. So then like once it ran out, ambition started and then icon started but oh don't don't quote me on that yeah i don't know anything about that i like for some reason i remember hearing something about that but i don't remember from who Hmm. um but yeah so i definitely don't know like as much as some of the dudes like you know alan and phil have been around for a while and like they saw and i mean same with matt like he saw like all of it from like the beginning beginning Right. Well, and also the other thing too is that I think your kind of origin story, you're much more influenced by skateboarding, which is also kind of a theme that kind of came up in Jeremy's podcast too. And I, I just think it was interesting. But anyway, getting back to your story about um, starting up with Icon, if you have any other information yeah. about if you can remember from anything from that era. Yeah. And starting to film for Let the Day Unfold, because that was ultimately your like, your debut into snow skating, mm-hmm. if you will. No one really. I don't think yeah. anybody was really familiar with your footage at that point, yeah, unless that was they were the first time I saw scouring you. YouTube. Yeah. I specifically remember the clip on that the the two stair sets. Um, yeah, you and that. Yeah, it was like the first time I saw anyone like do like a solid like skateboarding type line on a snow skate, and I was like, "Who the hell is Josh Oaks? Where did this kid come from?" I did a line in there. That may have been something to be oh, said. Maybe that I'm was not sure. To be said. Um, right. Anyway, that, the fifty-fifty well, to big spin line in the UP. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that was something to be said. Okay. Um. But yeah, so that part was like, I mean, kind of like you said, I didn't really have any like name in snow skating whatsoever. So it was like. Again, it was like all sponsor me footage and that was me mm-hmm. kind of getting to know like more and more people that, I mean, honestly, more and more people that like snow skate because like mm-hmm. it's probably pretty isolated. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know like, you know, a lot like I didn't get to go to the, the Midwest before Phil Smaji started hosting it. There's one okay. down in Chicago where like so many dudes went to, I guess. And like, yeah. you know, it's like essentially networking mm-hmm. where I didn't meet any of them for like a year later, but, um, yeah, so that was all like just me filming with Jake and like probably some stuff with Phil, actually mainly Jake for sure. He's in some of the clips, but that was the first time I like, I didn't know anything about cameras like at all. And, and then Matt was filming with an HD camera. And so I remember there was like, he sent over a couple like tips 
for like trying to make the camera more compatible with like because he was filming 16 by 9 okay like i had a little dude i had a pvgs 300 best camera on the on the market to Back this day 2008 oh no to this day okay okay <laughs> poor man's vx as phil moreau calls it <laughs> um but yeah so he, there's like a way you can shoot like to have that aspect ratio okay um and i was like oh dang like, this is legit <laughs> you know like i'm I, i'm coming from like the skateboard side where like probably doing the same thing i was trying to get sponsored by like anyone i could like ollie and aid stare mm-hmm. or we you know whatever like not hearing back from anyone so then like in snow skating it's like a dip i mean it's a different sport so like mm-hmm. yeah i was hearing back from you know i was like it was like validation i'm like i'm doing good or whatever right hearing like, we want you in the video or something so mm-hmm. that was sick to be like starting to film for and then um that was when the icon classic i think there's a couple clips in my part actually from the icon classic yeah did matt fly you out for that um no i drove out with my dad oh wow that's a long drive yeah i don't which is kind of odd like i don't know why my dad was like i'll drive you (laughs) maybe he was concerned i don't know (laughs) couldn't tell you or he just needed a little vacation but (laughs) but i could drive at that point i remember so i must have been 16 years i don't know if that contradicts any of my earlier statements but i'm i feel like i'm bouncing around all over the place (laughs) no it's all good um i do want to circle back for a second uh talking about you being sort of isolated in snow skating, not having a chance to like go to the Midwest Open or the original one that was in Chicago and um, mm-hmm. not being a part of the era of like the, you know, the premier forum days and knowing a lot of these dudes. Uh, in a way, do you think that that helped you? Because even in the let the day unfold part, I mean, you did a switch heel, switch flip, like nolly heel. And even now in 2020, we don't see people doing that. Like, do you think not knowing that that was not the norm in snow skating ultimately helped you when it came to filming? Um, I don't think so. I think like, (laughs) (laughs) I just, it's, well, it's interesting because I've kind of been putting thought into this because like, I won't jump too far ahead, but like, Mm -hmm. I thought I was going to take a very different approach to snow skating this winter and like, was very adamant about it and I like, didn't stick to it and it's like, I am who I am. Like, I'm that was going to happen regardless, I think. Hmm, okay. Because it was like what I was doing in skateboarding at that time. So I didn't ever see like, to me, like, you know, like, like a frontside flip is like pretty challenging on a snow skate in comparison to a skateboard. Mm-hmm. So you can't but get that, me, uh, that torque. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh, it just like, just have to figure out how to do it differently. It wasn't like, snow skaters don't do maybe maybe you're right because like if i knew that like snow skaters don't do this i'd be like i'll just avoid it but yeah i think ultimately i would just try until (laughs) i would get it or be too soaking wet to (laughs) comfortable yeah for sure i mean i thought it was striking just going back and watching those parts and seeing you do switch and nolly flip tricks because i mean Still, you're like the only dude doing that today. I mean, yeah, there's a couple dudes doing it, but for the most part, it's like mostly you, you know? Yeah, I suppose, huh? 
I mean, Jeremy does like a lot of, which he kind of covered. Like he's yeah. got it pretty figured out too. Yeah, he does the nolly switch fakey stuff, but yeah, there's not that many people out there doing that. It's mostly just people skating regular, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think it has a lot to do with like. I mean, in my eyes, like where you're at in skateboarding, just coming from a skateboard background, it's like mm-hmm. the tricks I'm doing on a skateboard are probably going to translate over to like what I'm going to try that season snow skating. Sure. And so I probably was like, like I had said, like starting to learn switch and nollie heels and like switch flips and stuff like that. So I was like, it just makes sense to try those. But sure. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't have known that that wasn't a thing. I mean, I don't know, dude. I watched Isaac he- Isaac Hebert's part, and that dude did like <laughs> everything. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> but he was kind of like an anomaly. Yeah, he man, that dude was so sick. <laughs> Big shouts out to Isaac Hebert. But so after let the day unfold, the next project two years later was something to be said, and this was your first ender in a video, second video part ender, Mm-mm. or second video part you're ever in. And you get Ender. Oh, yeah. How about that, huh? Yeah. Man, I mean, still doing switch flips, nollie heels, stuff like that. I mean, talk me through your filming process during the Something to be Said era after, like, the reaction to the Let the Day Unfold video. From people, like, online or whoever you were talking to in snow skating and also from Matt Plays. Um, I think it was, like, I think I developed a lot skateboarding between those two videos okay so that like really helped like i i must have been 17 or ish Mm -hmm. when i was filming for that but pretty sure i was in high school okay and uh watching true color definitely like impacted a lot of kind of like how hard I wanted to try to push myself just because like I told Alan this too, but dude, you remember those like uh mini teasers? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was in, uh, um, at that time my dad had moved to Colorado and was like, I remember when Alan's came out, he did that pole jam 50 back big spin on that, like upside down rainbow rail. Yeah. And I was like, dude, like, like it's happening again, like in skateboarding, like I can't compete. Like there's no way I can make it. And mm. I watched that and I was like, dude, like I'm not going to be able to be a snow skater now. Like I can't. <laughs> up. So it was like how I felt like I needed to like keep up really badly. Sure. And so that was probably pretty like motivating, even if I wasn't aware of it. Sure. So sure. that probably definitely played a big role in like, that next part for sure yeah that let the day unfold part was sick but yeah the difference between that and something to be said was striking i mean just like the number of tricks that you did and the size of that board slide at the end i mean that that ender board slide was huge yeah i did not know what i was doing there (laughs) (laughs) that thing was Um, enormous no that part was like that was definitely the most one of the well, the most fun parts I've ever filmed because it was a lot. I got to travel like a lot for that one. Mm, okay. I don't know what how I missed that much high school, but <laughs> I was gone for. I went on a lot of trips. I remember that winter. Um, 
but got to go out by Matt for a while. And that's when I actually met Kalen Weeb. And that dude okay. is just like an ox, like <laughs> just like a machine, man. Like he's so good. And like, I remember what I remember. I think he, I think he inward healed this like four block. If I remember right. Okay. Um, it's like a pretty iconic four block that is in out by Matt. Like they skated, he skated a few times and like Providence, I think. Is that right? Something. Yeah. Around there. It's like, a, maybe I'm on the campus, but anyway, I, I remember just watching him. I think it was inward heel. And I was like, dude, I feel like the, I feel the ground shake when you land, like a <laughs> little dramatic, but still like it was sick meeting him. And like, he was, he was a really cool guy is he didn't, he's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> still on this earth, still breathing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so then it was like, I don't know. I think I was just like really feeling it. Cause I remember just filming a lot with, uh, Matt, especially like we would kind of like, he'd film me, I'd film him. Mm-hmm. And cause I was super into filming at the time. And so it's really productive when it's small group and like both people want, we're working towards the same goal. So it kind of showed. Right. Right. <clears throat> One quick thing before we move on from something to be said. Josh, I got to call you out. Uh-oh. The Cookie Monster Tall Tee that you're rocking for oh. a couple of clips in that part? Oh, yeah. What was going on there? I'm pretty sure, like, Fallberg had some shirt that I was, like, hyped on. And so I was like, I want to do – it was either that. So Andrew Fallberg, who yeah. wrote for Icon at the time. Yeah, Andrew's sick. Yeah, dude. Like, I – they – his, like – group of dudes made a video i think it was called snowflaked okay or snow i think i think that's what it was called and it was like all vx like very skateboard-esque and i used to watch that thing like all the time dude like there's a dude mike bush who had like like rad style like it was just so skateboard ding you know it was like Mm -hmm. said that super weird it was so skateboard like (laughs) sure that it really like that's what I wanted to do. Sure. And so I was like hyped on Fallberg and I probably saw like, I'm pretty sure that's why I got it. I was, <laughs> Damn, I don't know just... what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Paying homage to Fallberg though, from a homie snowscape video. That's <laughs> yeah. actually pretty sick. Dude, that video, like at, it was like ahead of its time. Cause Grant, yeah, they all skated in snowboard boots, but they were <laughs> ripping real. And like, it was that video ruled. Oh, that's sick. That's sick. So after something to be said, you left Icon. And this is the start of the the infamous Evolve era. Talk us through that, what was going on. Oh, boy. So <laughs> I uh, I don't remember if... Oh, okay, so after something to be said, I think there was... I was on Icon for a, a season still, okay. the next winter. And it was the worst winter like I we'd seen in a long time. Like, I got snow twice. I made like... Oh, wow two backyard edits and that was it to Katy Perry music. Um, yeah, it was Katy Perry and Kesha. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Just had to confirm. Sorry. Continue. And, uh, <laughs> 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 so I, uh, what happened? I think that Phil Smaji was like in the process of getting this thing rolling with Andy. Mm-hmm. And so then he kind of like recruited me. And, uh, because for when filming for something to be said, Phil and I traveled a lot together. 
Okay. Plus Maddie and I. So our relationship, like, we got way closer and started to skate, like, way more. Mm-hmm. So that's, pro- like, probably played a pretty big role in me getting asked to be on Evolve. Sure. And it was, he had pitched the idea, and it was, like, supposed to have this, like, look where it was, like, his company, and it was ran by Andy and, like, Premier in the background. Okay. But didn't end up being that so much, but right. Um, pretty much like he asked if I wanted to go and talk with Andy, and I was like, sure, I guess. He's like, if you do, like they'll fly you out to I think it was Mammoth, mm. just to go snowboard and like hang out. And I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> sure. And uh, I think I was just working at a gas station at the time like i think this is after high school all the best snow skaters work at gas stations man dude i know it's <laughs> Stitco gas station r.i.p it's now a casey's Oof, oh, that hurts no. my cat's about to knock off uh all my supplements sick off the counter all right so anyway <laughs> uh, dude she's about to crash oh my god hang on sorry <laughs> you're good so I like, and my, my family like knows Phil and like the Smoggies, like my dad, uh, like knows them through moto. Like my dad raced professional, like not professional, but like he was like a sponsored moto racer forever. And like, oh, wow. so they knew like there was trust in Phil. And so when granted I was like 18 at the time or something anyway, but Phil was like, let's go like out here. I was just like, I'm going to go with Phil out to out West. And there was no real questions asked. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, I think the, what the icon classic was where my dad was like, who are these people and what are you doing? I'm going to go out there with you. Yeah. So, um, we got, I flew out with Phil to, I think like LA and then we, we got picked up by Andy from the airport and we drove, I kid you not. Like some random parking lot, not a car in there, but an RV in the dead center, just like one RV. And I was like, okay. And like, I still didn't know the plan so much. I mean, I knew we were going out there to talk to them and like go snowboard, but like Mm -hmm. naive me wasn't like, how far away is Mammoth? Like, where are we flying? You know, just whatever. I was like, I'm following Phil. Right. And they're like, okay, get in the RV. And we're like, uh, (laughs) all right. And so then it's like, Evolve had two investors, um, and so, like, one of the investors, I believe, was in the RV, like, waiting for us, so uh, <clears throat> Phil and I get in the back, and then Andy goes in the front with, like, the other, one of the investor guys, and oh, little do I know, I think it's, like, four hours or something, maybe even more, I don't know, however long it took to get to Mammoth, but we just, like, sat back there for so long. And then uh, the bathroom, I, to this day, have never smelled anything worse. (laughs) Phil Smaji will agree with me 100%. Like, we, we, it was like this, this insane bit that has just carried over to today. It's like (laughs) that bathroom is, was just hell in an RV. Like, if that door opened, it was like, don't go to the bathroom. Just hold it in the gas station. (laughs) Don't open that door. (laughs) And, uh, so then we drive up to, we get to Mammoth and then like we stay and there's another investor that 
had uh, got like a condo for us all. So then we uh-huh. like crashed that night and we were going snowboarding the next day or something. And so in my eyes, I'm like, whoa, dude, like money. Like there's this is happening. Like these dudes are like, this is crazy, you know? Like mm-hmm. Icon is like a mom, not mom and pop, but it's like a father son company. Like right. it's not like investors are backing it and like people are pouring money into this, like with like potential to make their money back or whatever it's like it was small and so i didn't i was like this is very new like i wonder what this is all about Mm -hmm. which is kind of probably like the greedy side of me but i was young and like you know don't know left from right probably (laughs) sure and uh so then we we just like go snowboard and like i kid you not like sec like first time so i had met andy in the before I got to the RV, but in the we're getting lot. ready to go snowboard. What's that? In the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> so then we're getting ready to go snowboard. And like, I don't snowboard, man. Like, I, I, I can ride one, but like, I don't snowboard. So I sat on the board. Like, I, I'm like, all right, I'll grab the boards out. And I set him up against the car and like his board falls over, mm. which is like, in hindsight, like probably really bad. Like it, like messed the edge up or something. Sure. And he like, Andy was like, it was impressive how creative he could get with, with the word fuck. It was like, <laughs> like it was just like, it, like baffling. Like it, <laughs> I had never heard anyone that can put that word in one sentence as many times as him. And he's so just, just swearing at you the whole time, right? Oh dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like just laid into me about like, <laughs> like this board falling over. And I'm like, don't you want me to ride for you? I didn't say that, but I'm like, yeah. it's not off to a great start. This right. is pretty weird. And, uh, so then like, whatever, he's like hot and cold. So like, he's like super pissed off and he's like most hype dude. Hmm. And, uh, so we get up, we go snowboard, like sick, whatever. And then we start talking, like talking shop. We go to grab some food down the bottom of the mountain mm-hmm. and, uh, just started talking numbers. Like they started saying things that were like very appealing and like more than what I like icon could offer. Mm-hmm. And that's the only other offer that was like coming in. Like there wasn't anything, you know, I was just curious to see what they said. So that was kind of like the beginning of that, I guess, episode. Sure. My (laughs) career, career, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) Have you sold the movie rights? What's that? (laughs) (laughs) I said, have you, have you sold the movie rights? Yeah. Netflix is actually, I'm I have a, uh, podcast to do with them about <laughs> whatever <laughs> trying to improvise here and i blacked out I got oh man so you start writing for evolve did you end up having a pro model for evolve <clears throat> okay yeah so the oh shit i forgot about okay so we do this like whole thing um we have the business meeting and then we go back down because we fly out of la Mm-hmm. And we go to Paul Schmidt's house. Like no way. Doctor dude. Yeah. Whoa. And like, I, I didn't know who he was at the time. Like I, I'd seen him in like random videos. But I was like, you're the dude that wears a lab coat. Yeah. And we like, <laughs> yeah. And like, we like skate his house with him. Like his no backyard is like a bowl. So weird. That's insane. sticks was, they were going to press the boards. Oh, okay. Or whatever. Like, so we were going there to like customize shapes and stuff. And I was okay. like, Oh, that's sick. Like, 
everything, I mean, it was all perfect. Like everything seemed great. Yeah. So I was like, there was like, this is the most money that's being offered. Like these guys like started the sport and which was kind of interesting. Phil was mm -hmm. like super in invested and like confident. And so I trusted Phil. And then like, mm -hmm. we were going to get custom, like we we're going to get to try new things and like push snow skating and get all like everything you wanted to hear is what they, they told us. So yeah. then I was like, all right, like I'm in, I got to break up with icon. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like, definitely intimidating or like worrisome just because like we were like super close mm -hmm. especially like i mean matt's dad is like such a rad dude like matt is awesome and like right we like we became super close filming all the videos together and like team trips and stuff like that so mm -hmm. that was definitely like it's a hard thing when you're like hey, hey friend like we i I'm not going to be as much of a friend anymore. Right. You know, right. like it's just an uncomfortable thing to do, but mm -hmm. it definitely like, I mean, it had to happen. It like, right. he kind of had mentioned like the direction that they were heading was not like the same direction that I was ready to head. Mm -hmm. So I think inevitably it would have happened regardless of evolve evolve just kind of like accelerated it. Sure. You know, like, I wasn't keeping that company like up and running. Like I had nothing to do with that. It was just like, I think I was the first one to leave the company. Mm -hmm. And so that was like, it was just, you know, happened a little sooner than probably like either of us imagined, but right. did. So anyway, we're hanging out with like this Paul Schmidt dude and just like, all right, like, Everything sounds great. And then, uh, and we started make like, they started, uh, making like boards because it was me, Phil, and Bjorn, actually. Okay. We all had snowboards. Okay. And, uh, dude, it was like a Shutterstock image of, like, a safari tree. <laughs> like, in his pixel. And then, so we, the first time we see him was Phil and I and Jake Boss. Oh, because we got Jake on. We got Jake Boss. Oh, okay. Okay. Flow or like Am, whatever you want to call it. Sure. And this might have been. This is probably like the next winter because it took all summer to get things rolling. Mm -hmm. Definitely took all summer to get things rolling because, uh, side note, uh, fall came and we had snow and I had some icon boards and I was like, well, I want to snow skate. Mm -hmm. So I just, I'm like whatever instagram is out so i film a couple clips and put them online mm -hmm. <laughs> and andy wolf calls me at like 1 a.m and i'm just like <laughs> i answer for whatever reason <laughs> if you thought like if i ever was like this is impressive how much you can swear at me amplify that by like a hundred <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like dude what and like ultimately he was like and again i was like young and like i don't know i just didn't make many decisions for myself it seemed like because he was like you need to email so-and-so investor and like explain to them because they're, they're, they're like about to back out blah blah, blah. like just Whoa. so frantic and i was like what what's <laughs> happening so i kid you not dude like i hang out the phone i fucking write an email at like 2 a.m this dude apologizing wow oh my dude, God. i don't know why i did that but like i just was like well i don't know there's something 
I don't have no clue why I did that. To be honest, that's incredible. Had yeah. you like signed a contract or anything at that time? Yeah. So there was. Oh, contract. okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. And so that was like, you know, he was like, "It's a breach of contract." Blah blah blah. And so maybe that's definitely that probably like was why. I yeah, he was, was tripping. so uh, scared or whatever. But yeah. Um. So anyway, okay. So yeah, then that, that season finally kicks in, and then. Jake, Phil, and myself drive out to Hilty's house because we're going to SIA. Okay. So they've all had like a booth with Premier there. Okay. And then, so all of our boards are like at Hilty's house. And I remember we all bought True Concave from Icon and had it shipped there. <laughs> <laughs> we set up all the boards that, at that, that night. <laughs> and uh, so then we go to SIA. No, wait a minute. I don't think I had seen my board yet. I think we had some like blanks or something. Okay. Ah, let me take it back. It's coming back to me. We went to <laughs> okay. SIA first because that's where we got the board. To clarify, SIA is. Oh, it's a uh, SIA is like a. I don't actually know what it stands for. It's like a snow sports trade show. Um, this one was in Denver. I don't know if it's always in Denver, but I think it is. Or in Aspen or something. I think Hilti lives up in Aspen, or did at the time. Um, what is SIA? Anyway, so we get out there and I'm like, okay, sick. Like we meet up with them. And we look at the boards and so I'm like, this board graphic is like, you know, everyone was like, don't worry. Like this is just like to get us through the trade show. We had to like rush things. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the boards and I'm like, dude, you spelled my name wrong. <laughs> On the board. And I'm like, oh no. Like, I was like, I went to Andy like quietly because I didn't want to be like make a scene. Yeah. And I don't know. He seemed fairly intoxicated at the time. Maybe he wasn't, but (laughs) just like I don't know. Everything there was all these signs like, stop doing this, Josh. Why are you still doing this? (laughs) But whatever. Um. So then, yeah, we got our boards like set them all up with like icon stuff, and then. I guess it was one season. So like we filmed out there and then uh, went back home. And then uh, eventually, I think later that season was Barbara Gazi. Yeah. Skate that contest. And by we, I mean Phil, Smaji, Jake Boss, and myself with (laughs) Evolve boards. Yep. Yeah, because you won that on the Evolve board. And after... I... Alan... I won a best trick. Alan, I think, won the contest. Oh, okay. They okay. did like two, I don't know, it was kind of weird because it was like one obstacle, but they had a contest and then a best trick. Yeah, that is a little <laughs> weird. Because, yeah, it was just there. the nine stair with the rail and you three flipped it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and after stepping on an Evolve board, dude, like those things were, they were horrible. Like, I don't know how you skated that, much less did tricks on them. They were really, really bad. Yeah, it was like really not good like the base was falling apart they didn't they move between every run what yeah they didn't move yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and they were super thin and then i was riding the big board like bjorn's board was like the full size if you want to call it that sure super weird shape still have it in my mom's basement <laughs> and uh but it was sick like honestly man like the thin ply mm-hmm. made it almost like springy and i felt like it kind of helped pop for some reason but huh Probably not the case. <laughs> so um, you see the writing on the wall. You see the red flags. 
And ultimately, you got bored from Ambition the same winter and kind of jumped ship from Evolve, right? Um, well, yeah. So that contest, Matt showed up at. Mm. And I have this like board that's like literally falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like shamefully being like, hey, hey man. How are you? <laughs> and he's like, huh, board's looking a little rough. And I was like... <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. It's like, <laughs> got an extra board in the car if you want it. And I just kind of like, we both just kind of laughed and like, it was what it was. Like, you knew. <laughs> um, but actually, there's a funny side note to that contest. The, you did like qualifiers and then there was like the finals. Okay. And so like I made, I made, uh, made it through qualifiers and I like was waiting for the finals to start. And so I like ran to the porta potty. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, doing the do and uh kid you not like i heard them start the contest and i was like oh shit i'm (laughs) taking a shit and i like hear my name like to throw down and so i'm like oh no just gotta like finish this off and i i like run out of the porta potty with my board in hand up the stairs to go to the back of the thing and just threw down like i didn't even stop Oh I just my remember goodness. going straight from the porta potty into jumping down a three or uh, not a three stair, yeah, sick three stair, the <laughs> the nine. Stair. Oh my goodness, that is insane! <laughs> did you get it? Did you get the trick right away? Oh, probably not. First but... try, that would have been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow! Right it's like the main body. thing I remember from Barbagazi. That is wild. I had never known that. Um. Uh, but you eventually got ambition boards and had yep. some footage in Let's Play. So how yeah. did that come about? And then how did the breakup from Evolve go? Because I know that you posted the footage uh, of you and Phil's trick just like on your YouTube channel or whatever. So it doesn't seem like Evolve did anything with it. But um, mm-hmm. you ended up being in Let's Play at the same time. So how did that all happen? So being that Barbara Gazi was up in, I think it was Montreal. Yep. Um I think we ended up staying at Blay's house, okay. Alex Blay, the owner of uh, Ambition, mm-hmm. and uh, he was kind enough to host like so many dudes <laughs> in his uh, apartment. And he, of course, like was just like, "Dude, what are you guys riding? Like this is insane." <laughs> and and like this was kind of like the moment that I had with Matt at Barbara Gazi. This was like Phil's moment, mm-hmm. Phil Smodges, because he used to ride for Ambition. Yeah, and. But, uh, so we, I sent, I, I send Andy an email or a column or something. I'm like, yo dude, the boards are like not working. Mm-hmm. Like, can I, like I'm at like the ambition spot. Like, can we get, if I ride a white board, we can just say it's a prototype. Like yeah. we need something to ride. Like we don't have boards. Yeah. And so then I was like, all right, Blay, like, can I buy a, a blank from you? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, he was super, like, obviously, Blay is very supportive of, like, just snow skating in general. Right. And uh, we were talking about concave and just, like, whatever preferences mm-hmm. and stuff. And so then he, like, shows me this method of building concave out of, like, two sheets of foam. Yep, the, the step method, but, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Blay loves it. Like, Blay loves everything about snow skating. So, like, he did mm-hmm. it all for me, and I was, like, sick. I hate doing I hate gripping boards. Yeah, gripping boards does kind of suck. (laughs) Yeah, it was like, I mean, it was so nice of him. And like, Mm -hmm. I jokingly 
like say today, like he knew what he was doing, but he would, he had no ulterior motives. Like he was just being a good person. Sure. So then we start like, honestly, I think Jake boss and, and I shared that board the rest <laughs> of the season. So we ended up going like, uh, what? So we left from there to like go probably back home or something. Okay. And just, uh, yeah, like finished off that season, filmed some stuff, filmed some stuff actually before we went back home, like up in Montreal with, or well, it'd be Sherbrooke. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. And so then that season kind of came to an end and I was like the, so pretty much the check stop showing up from Andy. Of course. And then, uh, I was like, yo, like I sent like a formal email or something. And I was like, I'm le- like, you've breached the contract, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like I, there's no, like we got to stop doing this. Yeah. And, uh, I don't even think you were, I don't even know if he replied. Wow. Yeah. I think it was just like, he was over it. Hmm. And I mean, I'm sure it was like challenging, like it can't be easy. So there isn't really any like hard feelings, especially like I haven't talked to any of the guys since. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just like, everyone knew it was coming to an end. So like we all just kind of, it was just kind of this like unspoken breakup. <laughs> sure. But then it ended up working out pretty well because you were already riding an ambition and then you got to have some footage and let's play like those, that banger yeah. four trick part, the backlip, backlip, shove, front board, front board, shove. I mean, that was, that was nutty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. That, uh, yeah, that was, it was sick to be like in, included in, that video being that it was just kind of like wasn't intended. Mm-hmm. It kind of was like its own little segment type thing. Yeah. I think they did a pretty good job of putting that all together. I think Blay edited Let's Play. Did he? I think so too. I think yeah. that I was the second one he did, I think. Because I think Stefani quit editing the videos after Skrill Clinton. I mm-hmm. could be wrong though. Because I'm pretty oh. sure uh, Safari Time was the first one Blay edited. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so that pretty much like it was naturally gonna happen, and I was like boardless, mm-hmm. sponsorless, and I was like, so "What do I do for a board?" Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can not. I think Jeremy even kind of said the same thing. Like, it's not like I was like I deserve a board, but I was like I gotta figure something out. Yeah. And so then I just messaged Blay, and it's like probably over Facebook or something, because mm-hmm. we ch- we would chat a little bit, I think, but not about anything like serious and i was like hey what are your thoughts about me writing for you and he was mm-hmm. like of course man like super rad Sick. and so then we kind of just started talking like logistics and stuff like that and so then it put me back two years i think where i didn't have a board a pro board if that's right okay because we had planned to do like because Phil would, I remember Phil Smaji would go back to Ambition, but he had to have a, a pro board. Okay. In which at that time, it was the colorway. So you'd have a pro colorway. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, it's fine. I don't really care. I just want a board. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and so then it was supposed to be the next season. But then like that was, that was the beginning of filming for Saba. And so then it was like, we're going to release the board at the time that, you know, in yeah. to complement the video. Like, right. That's so, yeah, that would have been fall 2015, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> so it all kind of it's just crazy like how fast it kind of happens it's like mm-hmm. you're kind of just filming all the time sometimes you don't know that like what the footage is going to be used towards like what project but right it just kind of finds its home mm-hmm. <clears throat> but you ended up I mean, you put in a lot of work for that Saba part. I mean, you ended up getting op- opener. Uh, you had some bangers in there. I mean, the kickflip front 50 is still just nuts. Um, mm. And nice. all of your flip tricks, I mean, you were skating a full size for most of the part. So what was the decision making going into that? The So that was probably like, so filming for Saba, I lived with Jake Boss okay. and a couple other people. Like we had, we had, room together for two two years which was like i think the, film, the most of the time for, that we were filming for saba okay somehow talked blaine into buying us a generator or like half of it because we were like dude we can only film at night sure. i have lights but whatever mm-hmm. so that was like go time and it was like jake wanted jake was hungry and i was hungry and we'd go out and it was like five Five each, five tries each. Oh, and, and then so, hand off the camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like and and this kind of showed in Jake's skating that time in that time period because we'd go to very skateboard esque spots because I'm a skateboarder. Mm-hmm. And Jake would just kind of like adapt. And like it he's so good. Like he's such a fearless, talented individual. So like mm-hmm. he could skate anything. Right. Um but yeah, so that was just like me and him our schedules worked out where we could go out and film and that's we just kind of like started getting after it and then we built like the best backyard setups so that we like we were just snow skating so much sure like we had built like a stretch three with like some mellow rails where i could like i hate to use the word train but i could just practice like i would i would just go in the backyard like after I was in, we were both in school at the time and both working part time. Okay. So like pretty busy times of our lives, but mm-hmm. we'd just go in the backyard to skate like whenever with, with each other or without. And I, I just remember going through like kick a front board, like I wouldn't, I, and kick a backboard and like I would run through every trick, but I had to do three of them in a row to move on to the next trick. Oh wow. And I would just like for, you know, that's just like who uh, the skater I was at the time. I was like motivated and like, wanted you know in my eyes i was like whatever i'm doing now i'm planning to do on something else so sure better have it pretty good here right no that makes sense dang i had no idea you had like a i don't want to call it like a training regimen or anything like that but you had like a a methodology that went into your like practicing snow skating i mean of course it shows in your footage but yeah that's crazy yeah i don't think it was like intentional it was just kind of like going to skate and then i was like always looking for spots because we i had just moved to madison wisconsin so i was like i was like oh my god there's spots everywhere coming from elkhorn where it's like in the middle of a cornfield yeah there's not much I'm like in a city now <laughs> yeah, yeah so i was like i'd find a rail and i'm like dude i want to kick like i found i was like i want to kick with front 50 something like real bad yeah so now like it was just sick because it was like a safe op like safe setup mm-hmm. and you could like experiment so i was like trying tricks that like like I wanted to do, I just never ended up getting to do on like street spots, but sure. that thing was like so rad. Yeah, I know that rail looks super fun. 
And most of the Sava part, it looked like you were filming VX or at least standard definition. So was that mm-hmm. conscious? Were you trying to do that on purpose? Did you go full VX or SD? Um, so that came from the skateboarding background because I had that camera already. Okay. Because um, I had filmed a skateboard video. Um, hang on. Got to look at the order. Oh, this was what I wanted to get. This is what we kind of talked about earlier with Zach and like knowing uh, – dates too too well yeah <laughs> i have a tattoo on my leg of every part every video part i've had and i kid you not i referred to zach to make sure i had them in order correctly because he would know. wait you actually have a tattoo on your leg of your video parts yeah no way skateboarding skating yeah so it went <laughs> oh yeah okay so yeah i made a i filmed i was filming for skate videos before sava so um, that and those like dudes were all filming VX, so okay. I had one, and then uh, that was just like we're just gonna do that, like we're just Jake by we I mean me and uh, Jake Boss. So sure, but then they started messing up. That was like the win. That was like the struggle, and I was over. Yeah, it. yeah. So you did that for two years and probably had the same struggles that Dave had, just trying to make a VX work in the cold, which it was not designed yeah, to do. I'm here- not nearly as bad, <laughs> but still, it does not sound fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the pro board came out, or the pro colorway, but that was the uh, the black sheep year <laughs> of ambitions, the the stapled oh, base yeah. year, if you will. Yeah, that was uh, that was fun. So what what happened with your board? And I honestly, I don't even remember that year. Like, what color or shape was it? I had a it was like burgundy and beige. Okay. Which was like, kind of came from, so Jake Boss had designed an Evolve board that was supposed to come out, and it was based off those two colors, and so that was like, and white as well, but we were limited in colors when it came to ambition, so then that was kind of the influence there, but uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, so that came out, and it was like, I was hyped just because like, it's like settling in. And like the video came out and it was being received well. And like, yeah, you know, Sava was kind of like the true color of my time of like it's time. If that right. Be said, cause it was like, it had a pretty big impact. Like totally. that video in general. Like, so that was really awesome to be a part of. Like, I'm really glad that I got to be around for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So go in time. <laughs> <laughs> and the next project was 60 days. So this is when, well, I guess it started from Let's Play Ambition going to their two-year cadence for putting out full-length videos. But in the interim between Sava and then Solstice in 2017, you put out the solo part, 60 Days. Uh, so how did that come about? Like, did you decide that you wanted to do a solo part? Or was Blay after, like, one year, like, damn, you have enough footage for a solo part, so let's just put it out? Or what happened? Um, so during... I can't remember who I was talking to. But I was trying to figure out, like, I had just, I graduated college and I started being, like, a human being, adult, with a real <laughs> job, like, sure. worst thing in the world. Yep. And I just wanted to be, like, not doing that as much as possible. Yep. But financially, like, that just wasn't an option. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, like, I need, I wish I could take some time off. And I was like... I think it was talking to Alan, maybe. I don't remember, but 
pretty much toss the idea around like if I could somehow talk my work into giving me two months off, could Blay like help me out enough for it to be like financially smart? I mean, I'm like, sure. First, I mean, I'm just graduating school. Like, I'm broke. Like, if anything, like, extremely in debt. So, <laughs> so probably shouldn't have been taking time off work, but anyway. Yeah, so I was, like, I calculated, like, what I, the bare minimum I could I could get to, like, do, like, make it two months with no income for, like, bills and all that. So, mm-hmm. so I could, like, basically, like, make a pitch to Blay. And, like, not that it ne- I even needed to do that because he would have said yes regardless. Like, he's super he was super down for the whole idea but yeah he's the basically best. we just kind of discussed like yo if i if i can get the time off like i'm gonna try to like do as much as i possibly can and mm-hmm. so like that needed some like help financial help from ambition so that was like a big factor and then it worked out where dude the leaving the work thing was so weird <laughs> Like so weird and like I don't know how I managed to pull that off, but <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty wild in like a corporate environment to just like take a little two month sabbatical and then just go back. Like that people don't do that. Yeah. That doesn't really work. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was actually dude, so like my this the COO of the the company I worked for uh used to like race I don't know, it's like street bikes, like Crotch rockets and stuff. Okay. So he's like from, familiar with the realm of like extreme sports or like sure. action sports. So he's like hyped on it. He's okay. like, dude, that's sick. Like, you should definitely do that. <laughs> oh, wow. And, that's cool. But like, I just kind of skipped my manager at the time. I just went, and, I just had a meeting with like that dude and I was like, because <laughs> I did not get along well with, I didn't mesh very well with that, my manager. Okay. And I was like, he's going to just say no. And I'm like, I'm just going to avoid that and go have this guy say yes. <laughs> go straight yes. to the COO. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's in the grand scheme of things. Like I see the both sides of it, like a little disrespectful to bypass him, but mm-hmm. I don't care. I was young and <laughs> want to do your thing. Yeah. Twenties are your selfish years, right? <laughs> so got the time off work. And then it was just like, oh, we don't have winter. Yeah, that I mean, was a that was a bad winter. Yeah, and so we did like I just was able to go like anywhere that had snow because okay. I had off work, so I didn't have fully off. So anytime I was in Madison, I had to, I was coming back. I would work still. Okay, but it would be like three weeks off, going for like two days, and I'd go on the next trip. Hmm. So I tried to plan as many trips as possible. Sure, <laughs> and. uh so yeah, it was like just a lot going on. It was like a very busy time, mm-hmm. you know, like you, I mean, we kind of talked about this before the whole thing, but like working a full-time job and trying to like film is not, that's something that you're pretty familiar with. and like Right. Yeah. And it's, it's not fun. And the fact that you were able to make that work is incredible. But I mean, how do you... I know we're jumping ahead a little bit, but how do you do that today? Because you're currently working full time. Um, and I'm sure yeah. that you don't have the ability to take these little sabbaticals. I mean, I know that I, I certainly don't. Andrew, you don't. I mean, most people don't have the opportunity to do that. So how mm-hmm. do you fit in your filming today and you're traveling like on team trips using PTO and whatnot, you know, trying to balance both things and then the rest of whatever else is going on in your life as well? 
Um, I mean, this like this winter has been kind of surprising, to be honest. Like it's in which I don't know how much we want to jump ahead, but like this is probably one of the better winters I've had in a pretty pretty damn long time. Okay. And so there's like something sparked again. So I'm like pretty motivated surprisingly okay. like i didn't didn't expect this but yeah this is not like, the josh that i talked to last like march <laughs> when you said you're not going to film anymore so this is right. a, no, this yeah, is a man. stark contrast yeah <laughs> i mean we'll i'm sure we'll get into we can jump back like this will kind of all tie together yeah yeah i think if we jump back to um the 60 days yeah yeah um Cause they kind of like, it's kind of like in the same realm. Like, cause at that time, like I said, I was working full time and, uh, somehow got the time off and then thankfully, cause there was no snow, like anywhere I was able to jump around to wherever there was snow and right. was lucky enough to like get to film a part. And mm-hmm. so I think I honestly was the only dude the, that winter that was able to like be around snow long enough to film okay. some stuff. Because, like, no one had winter for more than, like, a week or two. Right. And it's gone. So, I lucked out big time. Yeah, that was bad. Because, um, yeah, I ended up, I was in Wisconsin with you for a little bit to get your ender over that road gap. You came to Elkhorn. <laughs> I did. Yeah, on the way back from Minnesota going to Chicago. Yeah, I stopped in and skated with you for, like, three or four hours. And I still can't believe that you did that road gap. Because I tried it first and... You can't really tell from the clip because it was just us that night. I wish we had a better angle. And it was yeah. literally just me standing on top of your van filming you with yeah. like the lights yeah. or whatever. It was just the most ridiculous setup. But you had to bomb this hill and there was like no snow. It was ice everywhere. And there's a, like a small like drain at the bottom of that oh, hill yeah. before you jump. So you have to like choose which way you're going to carve around that gutter. And you're not you go, go from like downhill to sideways and then back uphill, but still sideways. And then you have to jump a road and land on, like, basically ice again. Like, I, I, I tried it, like, two or three times, and I was like, fuck this. Like, there is no way, like, this is even possible. And then you did it in, like, three tries. <laughs> that was so nutty, man. I mean, I guess it wouldn't have happened if you didn't uh, try it first. But I just remember, like, we didn't go there for that. Like, we were just, we went to the skate park, remember? Yeah. Like, mess around yeah and i was like oh there's this school that has like a couple random things and we were just Mm -hmm. literally like oh let's bomb this hill yeah because i think we were bidecking first or oh i may have had the hoverboard in my van yeah the hoverboard yes (laughs) so and then but you rode down on a single deck and then just like you know that the hill ends at that road yeah and then you just kind of jumped off and you're like dude i made it three quarters of the way across the road what if i just tried to ollie and i was like oh my god I never thought of that. <laughs> so I owe, so I owe it all to you. Oh, stop it. And the hoverboard. And the hoverboard, yeah. We, we can credit the hoverboard. No, I, what is still most funny to me about that is I got like full filming credit in the credits of 60 Days when it was literally <laughs> just me filming that that one clip, your ender. Because it's like all filmed by like Blay, Peter, and then me. And it was just me there that, that one <laughs> time for the one clip. Yeah, <laughs> The stars align that night. Wouldn't have done it if you didn't show up. I got such a kick out of that. I remember just dying when the credits started rolling, and I was like, "Filmed by Eric Frey." I was like, "No way." Yeah, no, that was sick. 
Oh, funny stuff. It all kind of works out. Mm-hmm. No, and that part was sick, man. That was amazing. Thank you. So, yeah, your next big part was uh, Solstice. Yeah, and this is one of my yeah. personal favorite parts because mm-hmm. this is two of my favorite humans, uh, Zach and Josh, in the same video part. And a lot of this was the the Canada trip that you guys took together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we had... Uh, so, in this time period, after 60 days, I had been in the working world for quite some time and I was like, I don't know if you want to call it a quarter life crisis, but I was like, I need out of this. Like I can't do this anymore. (laughs) And so then I had this bright idea to go live in my van and I quit my job, (laughs) which long story short was supposed to be like, like less than a six month endeavor. And it turned into two years. Wow. Um, being, like away from the traditional job. So that definitely allowed me to spend more time in the winters, at least snow skating and allowed me to go on that, that Canada tour trip. And so that uh, definitely wouldn't have happened if I stuck with the regular people thing. Sure. Yeah. So this is when you got into the whole van converting thing, starting to do that, you know, started a YouTube channel. I remember that Josh era. Oh, yeah, YouTube Josh. Yeah, YouTube Josh. That was a different Josh. YouTube Josh is something else. <laughs> yeah, that's a completely different personality. I feel like it was kind of inevitable. Like, I, I've uh, always really, really liked, like, building things. Like, I grew up working for my dad, who owns, uh, like, a garage door company. And so I kind of okay. grew up around, like, the construction environment mm-hmm. before, like, I mean, I started working for him like when I was super young. So like before I had even the gas station job. Sure. Um, and so that just kind of like, it was sick because it was like, I was making my own, I mean, I was building a house for me basically. Right. So it was just like, I think I had gone so long without like making things, working a regular job that I just like, I needed to like get the fix of like being crafty. And so that, I just kind of went like overboard and turned this van into like a camper Mm -hmm. and then uh, had this bright idea to film it. And then I decided to open my mouth when I was filming it. (laughs) The rest is history. (laughs) (laughs) But was that done in an attempt to like, did you want to try to like monetize the YouTube channel and like gain a following and do like the whole like document the van conversion thing? Um, It was like, Yes and no. Like I knew like it was like a thing that you could do to like make, I I knew people were making a living off of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, I mean, I think I had met Sam Tabor before I had done this. So like, he is definitely a YouTuber. Mm -hmm. That was kind of my like exposure to like, I knew people like made a living off of it. Right. So like, but that was like, Whoa, you like really make a living off it. Mm -hmm. So, um, I had kind of like, gathered that this was like a like yeah people do this a lot but it just seemed like very out of reach i was like i don't know like whatever i just had watched a few van like a bunch of van videos and then i was like oh no one's converted the van that i have or not many people have or at Mm -hmm. least documented it so then i was like let's do that sure just film it all like i i went to school uh for that for like video and 
uh, motion graphics. So I was like, van conversions? Felt, no way. But no, that, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> to make vans. I went to, <laughs> to school for all that. And uh, I went to van conversion school. <laughs> but uh, taught by Dennis Oaks. Papa Dennis. Um, he actually, it's funny because my dad's like super into these older, like, I think they're Chevy vans. Okay. And he like convert, he like builds them out. He does like body work and engine work and stuff. And I don't know how to do any of that, but he like does up the insides. Like he like converts them into like little weekend campers. So like, Oh, cool. I think I definitely inspired him to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just wanted to honestly like build a sick van and put it up there. And I was like, we'll just see what happens. Sure. And like in the back of my head, I was like, so I'll be worth it if I can, if, if I can make enough money to pay for the van conversion. Sure. Like that would be sick. And so YouTube is like a threshold to get your channel monetized. And I think it changes all the time because at the time I did it, I think they were different stipulations. So it's much easier. Okay. And kind of like snow skiing, the van thing is like such a niche, niche, whatever, mm-hmm. like I mean, nowadays it seems to be significantly bigger, but it just like took off. Sure. People were like, cause I didn't do a tour. I just did like me building a bed in my van type thing and like documenting the build. So it, it was su- doing surprisingly well. And then eventually it just like hit the threshold and then it was good to go. Like started oh, awesome. seeing some money come in and I was like, and by no means a lot, but yeah. How much was- are we talking here, Josh? Back then? Yeah. God, I don't even remember. Like, not much. I mean, I pretty much got monetized close to being, close to when I uploaded the van tour video. In okay. which that one was the one, that's like the primary source of income. Okay. Off the channel, because like, that one did really well. Okay. And so, that was kind of like, whoa, this is kind of crazy, but all right, let's roll with it. Yeah, totally. So, no, that that definitely was that was sick, and so then that uh, kind of led into when I was traveling because I had the van converted at that time when sure. I went to film with like that part was Zach. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you ended up taking the van on the trip around Canada with Zach when you were filming for Solstice, correct? Yeah, we had done. We kind of met up with the van that they rent that the ambition rented to do the tour okay um zach and i drove up to uh did we stop by you on the way up oh we did or you did god we did that's yeah you can refer to the last uh 15 or 20 minutes of zach's episode for more details on that (laughs) minneapolis trip extremely quickly uh left your house yeah. <laughs> and to never return again oh and, you, you've uh, returned to minneapolis you've come back dude i did i was actually i felt so bad because remember i hit you up a while back i was saying i was going there for a show oh yeah yeah it turned like it happened like we were, uh it was only there for like a night mm-hmm. but uh i was at that glam doll glam doll donuts mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah that's the spot where you live yeah that's literally a block away from me Mm-hmm. dang dude because i i went in there and i was like i've been in here before yes you this have like this is <laughs> eric's house dang. no i was i wasn't calling you out for that i was calling you out for the other trip that you took 
with Zach last winter or two winters ago uh, where there were more bad decisions made that we're not going to talk about on the podcast, the, but there were a lot of vodkas drank. That was the one with, that was the most recent one. Yeah. That one. Yeah. I don't know, man. Oh, the first one was when I peed on the couch. Yeah, that one. Right. And then you made more bad decisions on the next yeah. one, but we're not going to yeah. talk about it. <laughs> Minneapolis is bad for me. I know, and it's beautiful. Josh. I love when you come to Minneapolis, Josh. Minneapolis, Josh, is the best, Josh. You need to come back this winter. And then says yes to everything. Yes, and it is amazing. Because that's, like, that's not your personality. That's not you. That's not what you usually do, but... There's just something about when you come to Minneapolis and it's just delightful. But anyway, <laughs> getting back to uh, getting back to traveling around Canada with Zach in the van. Yeah, so we then drove up. We crashed at uh, where was the thing Brandon Middlesworth? Did he live up? In oh, Duluth? in Duluth. Yeah, you stayed with him for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, we stayed in the coldest house I've ever been in, and then uh, we moved <laughs> to Canada. Lost to a couple games of ping pong, I think. I thought Sick. it was super good, and I quickly learned it wasn't. Yeah, Brandon is incredible at ping pong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but no, that, that was super rad for them to let us stay there, and it was cool to skate with them and mm-hmm. see some of the spots that, again, because snow skating is such a small niche, niche that you see everyone's videos. So it was cool to see mm-hmm. like spots that I've seen in his videos and stuff. Right. Um, yep, and then so then got into Canada – Zach is all paranoid, like he is every time to go into Canada. Yeah, yeah. But it sucks, man. Oh, dude, actually, that one was funny. I take it back. So (laughs) I think when we went into Canada, that was the time where. So they they would like check our phones, like they take them and like look through your messages and stuff. Oh yeah. And uh, um, so we're like we're we're aware of it, so we just delete any like if we're talking to Blay or like. Yeah. Whatever. Like they make you feel like a criminal for like coming to play in the snow. Yep. <laughs> so um I've never been denied, so if I'm traveling with Zach or anyone that has been, then I always get hassled. But or me, yeah. So we we're like talking to these guys. Oh, we have Pete with us, so sick. <laughs> <laughs> this is like very easy to talk to people with Pete. And uh he kind of just gets when Pete's nervous, he kind of just gets quiet and doesn't talk. Like he doesn't know what to say. So he was just standing in the background and then Zach and myself are like talking to these got the the guards and like one dude's like I'm gonna ruin your guys' life. And the other guy was like, Man, these guys are just trying to like go hang out with their friends. Yeah. And so the guy's like asking us questions and like he goes through my like some messages and he's like, You selling trucks up here? And I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Ethan? Ethan's buying some trucks from you? And I was like, what is happening? What are you talking about? And I was like, oh, my buddy Ethan that I grew up skating with, like, wanted to buy some skateboard trucks for me. And I was like, this is not the right thing to be worried about, man. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm not selling a truck. We I have a van. Yeah. <laughs> here. You tell them about uh, the conversion. and. <laughs> but then, then they were like, they were like, uh, what did, how did they work? I want to make sure I say it correctly. They were like, you guys do drugs? <laughs> and then we're like, no. And the guy's like, have you ever done drugs? And then the other guy was like, you don't have to answer that. Is <laughs> that like, like, ever? Like, what? <laughs> what is, um, Basically I, just asking you to incriminate yourself in front of him. Yeah. yeah but like, 
such an irrelevant question. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I smoked pot when I was 16. Like, yeah, so don't let me into your country. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> but, but no, so then we got in, no, no problem. So then we like, we would go up to, I don't remember, I want to say it was like Calgary, maybe Winnipeg, something like I that. I think you started in Winnipeg because that, that would have been the closest to like me and Brandon. Okay. So, then we find we park the van and we get in like my van and get in the tour van with uh Jensen, Marie, and Chuck. Right? Am I mm-hmm. forgetting anybody? And then it was me, Peter, and and Zach. So be Jensen Fisker. I don't know Marie's last name, but that's Jens's gal pal, and then Chuck Dion mm-hmm. and uh Pete Jones and Zach Alwarden. So then we all Began the warmest snow skate uh, demo <laughs> tour in the history of mankind. <laughs> As evidenced in the the tour video where you're like skating into water. Oh, dude! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was very not smart of me to do. Yeah, that looked just terrible. I don't know why you I, did it. I'm glad you did it. The footage was great, <laughs> but I, I still don't really understand what you're trying to do. I like was on this high because it was like easy to nose press because it was like a snowboard box and it was like not a big lip or like it was a big lip up to it so it was easy to get on like Mm -hmm. just very bad outcome if you mess up (laughs) so just like super fun and it was like a down flat down okay and then i kind of got wet and i was like all right like whatever like i'm relatively coordinated like i feel like I could make it out somehow, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can not heal on nose press like pretty, pretty all right. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just try one. Cause I basically like wanted to film one for the demo video or the tour video. Mm-hmm. Cause I filmed them like on my phone earlier with just like, I think Chuck filmed or something. Okay. And, uh, I wasn't even close. <laughs> and I just tried it. Like, I got in, I was all like sketchy and my foot was in the, kind of right spot and I was like whatever I'm just ready to be done like we'll just try it and then I like mm-hmm. do when I fell in that puddle the shock because it was so cold I opened my mouth and I remember I inhaled so much water <laughs> like, it was so nasty that was just Ugh, like puddle water stagnant kid playing in like park water like just Ugh. gross mm. but I just like <laughs> I don't know I went and changed in the van immediately and I like Pretty sure some Canadian family saw my stuff because I just didn't know what to do. I was just trying to get out of my clothes. I was like butt naked in the van trying to find my luggage. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but no, that was a really fun that, – that demo in particular was, was so fun. Mm-hmm. The whole thing was like really amazing. I just was kind of along for the ride and it was like didn't like – naive me again didn't even know Banff existed and we headed there and I was like whoa this is really like this is something like this is incredible yeah that place looks amazing <laughs> so yeah it was it was rad got to do a lot of skating even though the conditions were bad and we made the best of it yeah it looks super sick but yeah other than the temperatures of course but after solstice we move on to encore your ender in the most recent ambition video to backtrack a little bit. So that tour, I 
I mean, the conditions were bad anyway, but so we were heading back east from Banff, so like all the way back over to Montreal. So then we go back, we make it back to my van, and then I get in the van, like Pete hops in with me, and like we start driving two ba- two vans back. We okay. go for like four days straight, like 12-hour, 10-hour shifts a day, <laughs> just like brutally driving across Canada. Because like mm-hmm. some demo, I think a demo got canceled, and we were like, we got to go back. And I had no plan, so I was like, whatever, let's just go like, with. Mm-hmm. And then um, made it to Toronto, and then we stayed at Jensen's parents' house, and um, a pretty pretty good friend of mine had passed away, mm. and so that was like a big shock. Mm-hmm. And so that was a pretty rough ending to that winter. Okay. And so then uh, I was like, "Yo, I'm I gotta like I'm gonna go back because I." The funeral was several days after that, and I had to, wanted to get back for that. So mm-hmm. Pete and myself got in my van, and then they uh, and headed back, and then the rest of the the group continued on east. I think towards Blaze House. Okay. So that kind of like cut. The, there could have been maybe some more footage or like filming, but that was definitely like a, bi- a pretty big bummer, and it like right. pretty much capped off that season for me. Because mm-hmm. back home was getting, it was towards the end of the winter anyway, and it, that one like, you know, started skateboarding pretty soon after that. I think. Sure. <clears throat> All right, let's uh, let's jump into encore. Okay. Talk yeah. about your your most recent part and the the ender of ambitions, most recent full length. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, let me just run down the process of it. Do you have like? Any specific queries uh, about it, or let's talk about your your trick selection in Encore. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you have like a a different approach from your previous video parts, or was it just go out and get whatever you can? <laughs> um, I think like most, like I've been kind of saying earlier on, like most of my snow skating is influenced by like the skateboarding that I'm doing between seasons, and so okay. I began uh, this wonderful guy named David Enderer uh talked me into getting rails on my skateboard and it Mm. changed my life forever (laughs) so i started skating like taller mellower rails and in skateboarding and so then that kind of translated over to like the type of spot that i wanted to snow skate Mm -hmm. and uh, you know that definitely played a big role and probably shows the difference in spots i skate in that part versus like Saba, for example. Yeah, and I have a note uh, speaking to like tall but mellow rails. That thing that you back fifty fifty, like your second to last trick. Like, why did you even do that? Like, first, that's not even a spot. Second, you were getting wrecked, and third, you didn't even lock into the center groove on the one that you made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I, it. It doesn't that, make sense, Josh. That spot. That was an <laughs> interesting session because. Like one of the dudes that I grew up watching, like heavily watching parts from, uh, was Rico. Oh yeah. Dejean. Dejean. I don't, I'm mm-hmm. blowing the name, but, and he's like a Sherbrooke local, I think. Mm-hmm. And like, I was with Blay for a while and we were just kind of like exhausting the spots in that town. And he was like, well, mm-hmm. like the dudes skateboard this rail and they like grind and pop out and then bomb the hill. And I was like, well, let's go check it out. Like it could be cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, you could like <clears throat> Phil Moreau was there and he was trying board side. And I was like, you could like do the whole thing for sure. 
And because uh, it's not high to get on. It looks pretty oh, high. Not, not, it's really not that bad. Not know? that bad for you or not that bad for anyone else? It's like, <laughs> you wouldn't be as impressed if you got there. <laughs> okay. Like it's okay. long, sure, but longer than in some rails. But no, like anyone can try to get on a board slide. It's not, it wouldn't okay. be scary. Okay. It looks like it's like hip height from the footage, but. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's, it's more within reach, I think, than maybe some see it as, but, uh, but no, I'm just like trying it and Rico just like comes around the corner and I'm like, mm. what, what, this is like, what world am I in? Like, <laughs> dude, like one of my idols snow skating is just like, Oh, Hey guys, what's up? And, like hung out <laughs> and it for a while. That's amazing. So that was really sick. And like, I was pretty like pr- probably in the zone at the time. So I wasn't like chatting it up with him too much, but it was just like, mm-hmm. it was sick to be like, that was in the back of my head. Like, this is like, it's always rad to be like skating around the dudes that like you looked up to or, or you are fans of, you know? Right. So, but yeah, that one was, that one tossed me around a little bit. Yeah. You were getting smoked. That, that fall where I like, I thought I was going to break my neck cause I didn't know how big that bank was. Yeah. The backflip the fall. fall right. Yeah. But cause I thought in my, like, cause I was falling blind. Yeah. I thought where my head was landing was like just off the retaining wall. Oh, okay. So I was like. This is bad. Yeah. And all of a sudden I flipped over and I'm like, whoa, I'm on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. That off, but yeah, I, that looks that looked absolutely terrifying. Not too bad. But yeah, no, that was that was super fun. Um Yeah, I guess filming for that that video part was like a little different because I again didn't have like I didn't have a job. We filmed for two winters and I didn't have a full-time job for the first winter. Okay. So I went to, I was with Blay for two full months. I went up to him, his house and stayed up in Sherbrooke and did some skating in Montreal. And just like, it was just go, go, go. And like, Blay is like a motivated dude. And so it was super productive because it wasn't a big squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in the beginning, but then everyone kind of parted ways and I stayed up there. Sure. So we just like every day, twice a day, went out and like tried wow. and the that was that winter began to get like that was kind of a tough winter um because i didn't like get to, i don't know i just for some reason like lost some flip tricks like my board control fell off and i couldn't hmm. do kickflips like confidently and it was it was like stressing me out a lot and i just remember getting like i don't know they're uh angry josh came out during during that season i just couldn't like skate the way i wanted and just put a lot of pressure on myself it was probably not necessary but Hmm. you know blay got to sit through all the temper tantrums (laughs) big shout out to blay yeah thanks blay (laughs) and uh so yeah we thankfully i mean thank god that winter like was as productive and like blay pushed me as much as he did because Mm -hmm. Most of the part is filmed from most of the part is from that winter. Okay. Okay. Um, and then, so once we left Blaze house, Blake came and traveled with me down to like, we both, we all went to Midwest and like he came to Madison with me and mm-hmm. sister let us stay with, with her for a week. And like maybe even two, I don't remember just to like try to get spots in Madison hit. Mm-hmm. So I had all these ideas and ambitions. <laughs> so, Oh geez. Hmm. 
But yeah, so then the next winter, um, you know, going into the next winter, I was like, okay, like looking pretty good. Like let's, let's finish this thing off. Like I got some ideas and like, I want to pretty hyped on what I got. Like I'm ready to like just get this thing done. And then I want to take a break. Mm-hmm. That was like mindset. Yeah. And, uh, we didn't have the best winter. And so at this time I also, I began a, a full-time job. Okay. Summer between the parts. So I started working a lot more. And so this was kind of like your scenario, which I think it's like kind of like how you were set up in Chicago where like you're the only snow skater. The winter wasn't the best. And like, who, what do you do? Like you don't have a yard to snow skate in. Like where mm-hmm. do you snow skate? You right. know, mm-hmm. I don't know if those things that you felt were challenging. Oh like, yeah. It, it, right in the money. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. What did you, did you like snow skate at all in Chicago? No, well, in Chicago. No, I didn't ride at all. Um, yeah. I tried to ride with you for like a couple hours in Madison and then I skated Midwest, but that was like all I got to snow skate that winter. Yeah. It's like being in an, in an urban like area, it's pretty challenging because you kind of need a backyard. You kind of need like the backyard set up to like play. Yeah, you do. Or at least like have access to like a park with a hill. Cause at least in like Minneapolis, I have like a few parks like close enough to me that I can at least like. I just keep like a board in the back of my car so I can just like go and set up a kicker or something and skate after work and at least get out and ride. But like, yeah, I mean, I'm renting a place. I don't have like a proper backyard with a hill or a park or anything. So, you know, it kind of is what it is. It's not, you know, you don't have the, the ease of living in the suburbs and being able to like, you know, set up whatever you want. It's definitely more challenging, but I don't know, just life trade-offs, you know? Right. Yeah. It's like also not the same group of dudes. Like I like, Right. Probably you felt the same way because like you didn't have anyone to snow skate with. And so mm-hmm. like like there's no snow skaters in Madison really. Like okay. it's just me. I mean I have like my buddies I skate with, but I don't it's not even like, yo, let's go snow skate. It's like because I don't have a place for you to go. I'm like, well <laughs> sure. I don't know sure. what mm-hmm. to do. And so then that kind of translated into that season. Um and that um, because basically that was like, we're not having a lot of snow. I want to finish this part up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go snow skate. I'm going to go film. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to practice. And so like in hindsight, like it's like the worst idea. Cause like, <laughs> how do you expect to like lift 300 pounds if you don't lift 150 first or 200 first? Like I'm oh, trying to snow skate without practicing. I've been doing that shit since like 2011, man. It's <laughs> the way to do it. No, I'm just kidding. It's not the way to do it, but, <laughs> but I mean, uh, and, like, <laughs> But, but even like more so coming from like my, uh, you know, I have pretty much a desk job. Like I mm-hmm. get to film half the time, but you know, like I have desk job bod. So like <laughs> skating gaps is kind of out of the question, you know, like yeah. I have weak legs, like for sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, unfortunately last winter was, that was the worst six months to a year that I've of my life ever. Oh, wow. Hands down, like lowest time I've ever been, like gone through. Mm. And so that was like a bummer because I had lost the, like, I don't care about the part anymore. I was like, I just, I'm trying to like survive at this point. Like nothing. It just, I got into like just a bad spot and sure. then that definitely affected like skating and all that. And so like, Mm-hmm. there was no motivation and like unfortunately too we had made a we had coordinated a i got, had a filmer not peter jones i had a filmer alex Havy, who yeah. was like kind of 
retainer with ambition. Yep. And, but we had a bad winter and I was unmotivated like big time. So I didn't get out much and it just kind of blew the winter for him too, mm. but super rad and like very positive. So he's not like bummed about it too much. Yeah, he's so a super sick dude. It's all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, so that definitely like was challenging just to like, try to get any footage right um but yeah that was it's unfortunate because that part i'm very happy to have had last part and like it was sick but Mm -hmm. that's that's not what that part could have been and that was because of last winter sure super super not great (laughs) yeah it is what it is i mean you know life has those ups and downs and um, yeah, when you're dealing with all that other life stuff and, you know, have to figure out a way to, you know, try to go snow skate on top of that, that's probably way down on your list of priorities, even if you're sitting on a bunch of like good footage and, you know, have the idea yeah. of like wanting to finish a part, you know? Well, yeah. And I just like, I had all these, like the ideas for tricks I wanted were like, like I wanted to film like some bigger tricks, like more mm-hmm. important tricks, like not filler stuff. Yeah. And so, and like, the one thing that is supposed to be like stress relieving because I can't skateboard mm-hmm. is very stressful because I'm not succeeding. Right. So right. I'm like not getting the clip, which is bumming me out. And then, yeah, it just got like, just so just pretty weird. So whatever, like season ended and then it was kind of, I, I didn't like the idea in my head. I was like, I'm going to like try to film the best part I've filmed is that winter before was very successful like it was good right and then it just didn't happen so then i just kind of stepped back and i was like it's out of my control sure i'm done sure like got a couple clips but that's all i I don't have any more left Mm -hmm. in me damn i mean the part still ended up amazing and uh, it sounds like you got some ideas going into this year and are in a, a better and better place and trying to snow skate more yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I guess I should not leave off like that was such a bad video because that video is like so sick. Like they right. did an amazing job and like I'm very, very hyped that I did get in. Like I've always want like I've never had an Ender and Ambition video. And so it was like mm-hmm. it was rad to to be treated with that. And uh, totally we Blaine and I were like together for so much of that first season. So it was just kind of it was cool. And the cat in that video uh, passed away r.i.p and uh so it's sick that uh he had the cameo yeah <laughs> totally but, uh but yeah like as far as going into this winter like it's a complete 180 like i've i've like mentally at least is just like so much better like sick i didn't know i could be like as motivated as i have been over the past like over six months now it's like sick yeah, it's it's really rad and so really happy to be in that mindset at least. And so that's why this winter's kind of been a shock because I was like coming off last winter, I was like, you know what? I want a big board and I'm just going to try to bu- board slide a bunch of shit and <laughs> not care. I'm going to be like a cruiser. I'm down to go on some trips. I'm not trying to film. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I had a call with Blay and I told him, I was like, yo, um, I'm not, I'm done. Like I'm not filming a video this winter. Mm. I'm going to take a break. So if there's someone that you're like considering a uh, board for, like this might be their time. Like I'm down to step back and like let someone else 
have their run. Like I just mm. want to kind of make sure that I still like snow skating because I like snow skating, not because of like any, uh, like influences, sure. whether it's trips or like any financial influence or anything. Like, I want to mm-hmm. like have fun snow skating again. Right. So, but obviously Blay is like, man, we don't really care. Like <laughs> we just wanted to have fun. Like, don't worry about it. So he vetoed your request to give up your board. <laughs> yeah. Shut. Blade turned me down again. <laughs> he won't let me leave. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but no. So so got to go up to uh, Quebec for a trip not long ago, mm-hmm. and it was like again I went in with that mindset, and it just turned into like I went out every session. I was the first one in the van, like not intentionally. Hmm. And I wasn't the first one in the van every time towards the end of the trip. Blay would definitely not uh, say I was the first one in the van. But uh, <laughs> went to every session, like I was like, Snow Skate Josh came out and he was just like, <laughs> wanted to get back into it. And so it was really rad to be like, I don't know, felt the little fire in me again. So I was hyped. Totally. Yeah, I heard through the grapevine, you got some. Uh some pretty amazing footage while you're up there. And even from Zach's little extreme stunts, uh, Instagram video, looks like you were trying nollie back heel off of that drop spot. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that's uh that's pretty spicy, Josh. I'd like to see that footage. I, uh, couldn't tell you where that one came from because the conditions were bad and we we're just kind of sliding around. I was like, I don't know, man, I'm just going to try whatever. First attempt was not even close. <laughs> I, Snow Skate Josh doesn't give up, I guess. So kept going and it was pretty fun. It was cool. This like it's always sick to try like new like new tricks and like yeah. just try them like other times and like we all know like it's so condition dependent. Right. So like you could try like if I tried nollie back heel in different conditions and like wouldn't work and then it happened to work that time where I'm like oh whoa oh well, I leaked a clip shoot. Yeah, you did. I was going to say, thanks for confirming that you got that on the podcast. I appreciate that. I mean, I'm sure everybody could deduce it from Zach's Instagram footage, but either way, we'll make it, you know, more apparent than it needs to be. Nice. <laughs> Exploit me. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, it was, it was such a, it was a really fun trip. So, and it was rad to get to like snow skate with a bunch of dudes again, mm-hmm. coming off that last winter where I like didn't really, I got one trip with like a couple of guys from the UP came down and and, and I guess Midwest, but yeah, just, it's just different when you're not in a good spot. Like it doesn't matter, you know, that stuff can wear you down. So totally it's good to be, good to be back. Totally. No, absolutely. Glad to have you, you back, so to speak, and super to excited here. to see uh, more Josh footage. All right. So we got to wrap up here in a bit, Josh, but before we do, let's talk about your skateboarding and what you're doing with three block in uh freedom board shop and, uh, the other projects that you're doing non snow skating. Um, okay. So yeah, I've, uh, I guess since 2017, let me refer to the leg again. (laughs) (laughs) We have him on video right here. I know you can't see it, but he's literally like pulling his leg up to his face to remember his video parts. I guess whatever year Oakland came out, which is a video Dave Enger made, that would be mm-hmm. the la- last skateboard part I filmed. Okay. Um, and then, so just kind of been like contributing footage that I've accumulated over the year, like since then, to 
smaller projects like sure they're uh that the board company three block that i ride for is like they put out some little promos and stuff like that so the footage has kind of gone into their hands that i've been able to toss their way and then mm-hmm. not too long ago the skate shop i ride for freedom in madison mm-hmm. uh has been winded they've been winded like do a video for a while so oh, we kind of have taken that a bit more seriously or just tried to like put more effort into it. And so mm-hmm. Alex Havy, who is like that guy that I was talking about earlier, it's like just an awesome filmer. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of taken that under his wing and started to really motivate a lot of dudes and like get them out and like, especially me too. Mm-hmm. So starting to, starting to get there. So we're going to wrap that up this, this year, I guess oh, and sick. that video will come out. Um, and then, yeah, I was actually supposed to go, I have a snow skate trip. Well, if there's snow, um, in for like, well, I guess early February. Okay. Um, but I was invited to go on a skate trip for three block that same weekend, but I already had plans for the snow skate trip. And so I was like, oh, can't make it. Cause mm. you know, in the winter you don't get to skateboard too much. So I need any little bit I can. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, just been, sl- it just feels like it's been forever since I've been skating because like kind of go through that lull of like end of fall winter because it's like too cold to skate, but there's no snow. Oh, it's the worst. That time yeah, period is like the worst part of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just like, what do I do? Right. And so I, uh, just been floating by at my job. Mm-hmm. I don't recommend getting one. No, corporate grind is not all it cracked up to be. No, not that anyone's hyping it up to begin with. But yeah, so that's that just fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the boys try to get out like up here, like some dudes up here in Madison. We we try to make it over to there's a skate park called Cream City in Butler, mm-hmm. Wisconsin. It's like yep. an hour from here, so we try to do that like on the weekends, maybe every other Sunday or something. They do a okay. old man session Sunday morning. Sick. Like for 30 and over but i just kind of sneak myself in there <laughs> i the dude my buddy that i skate with tom hagan uh if anyone has followed me on the gram will know that i kind of look really similar to him yep <laughs> and uh like so i just stand next to him and we both sneak in real quick <laughs> no, they're, oh, the like they're not they're not like hounding, hounding me or anything. They're, they're super rad. So sure. I'm getting close enough where I can, I can go in. You'll be in like, that, uh, that 30 and older age group in no time, Josh. Uh, Just look what you have to look forward to. <laughs> hey man, at 30, you're uh, supposedly in your physical peak. Oh, okay. okay. I think it's like the, something I heard about that. You're like the most natural. This is, how does it word it? Like you're as naturally strong as you will ever be at 30. So okay. everything you do, like if you never touched a weight at 30, you're roughly about as strong as you'll ever be. Hmm. Interesting. If you want to be stronger? Start now. <laughs> <laughs> I always get psyched on like Reynolds, like still skating and is like going into his fifties. I'm always like, well, if you know, he can do it. Like I'll just keep doing it too. Like, yeah, man, it's, it's funny that you say that. Cause like I had, just gone through this lull of like the world's against me for some reason, like mindset. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I was on a, a trip with Dave Engerer and we were doing some like rep work for ambition and I was like sore all the time and I was just like complaining and he was like genuinely bummed because I was just like, I'm just old man. Like I just kept saying that, like I'm getting older. And he's like, you're not old. Like you're just like, you just think that like you're super young. And I was like, that's, I don't know if it was on that trip, but it just clicked one day. And I was like, dude, like, what was I thinking? Like, I'm not young. Like I'm not old at all. I'm yeah. Old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're not <laughs> like I, yeah, yeah. And like I had been having some knee pain for a while and like kid you not like it, it was not the best. So it was like, challenging to work around and then i just one day like in the winter it went away huh no more knee pain holy cow two years so and like for the most part like feel great so i'm definitely like thankful that dave (laughs) drilled that into my head on that trip (laughs) because it's so true man like it's definitely like um super important if you want to be like doing this type of like activity like skating or snow skating or any action sport like Mm -hmm. just gonna get out of your body what you put in it right uh in regards to like getting healthier and feeling younger not that you're old but you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um you've changed your diet a lot and gone like fully vegan and have been eating a lot healthier so what sparked that and how is that impacting your skating um so that all the whole diet change began in the van because <laughs> I watched this documentary that freaked me out and it was kind of a long time coming type of a what was the documentary I don't want to say because then everyone's going to be like you idiot why'd you watch that but, uh, okay. <laughs> what the hell which hmm. has been like debunked like severely so it's it just that was like the stepping stone I was like whoa that's pretty gnarly but like the my sister's been vegan for a long time and like uh, that type of plant-based diet has been in my family. Like some of my aunts and uncles are vegetarian. Like it's just kind of always been around. So sure, it was eventually going to happen, I think. But that just was the jump. And then I was like, oh, I live in a van. It's going to be hard to have meat and dairy in here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a fridge. So that was like such a big learning curve. But started to figure some stuff out. And then like it didn't start by like being healthy by any means. It, it was very like all meat replacement meals. And I was like not feeling any different. Like, I don't know what these people are talking about. (laughs) How do you feel better? Mm -hmm. And, uh, so then just started to like, I would say actually the, the interest in like healthier lifestyle choices and diet began, I guess the fall of the last winter. So like, October ish 2019 because okay. started not feeling like the best up in the 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 brain holder <laughs> and uh, sure. so I was like there's got to be something like related and then kind of went into this like got super into like just trying to figure out healthy eating habits and stuff like that and so mm-hmm. that uh, it was pretty helpful because it definitely like helped shape the way that I eat now and not by any means. Like I'm certainly like eating fast food, like the next person, but (laughs) I, uh, I don't fully follow a, a, a vegan diet or plant-based diet. I don't know if that's 
I don't want to offend any full vegans out there because I don't, I don't uh, follow a vegan lifestyle by any means, but mm-hmm. my diet is fairly plant-based. I, I started eating eggs not long ago, but okay. don't have to get too into the details of that, but <laughs> sure. it's, uh, it's, dude, it's rad. Like it's, it's really, uh, it's helpful. I don't feel pretty good like, after most meals. And obviously mm-hmm. like, I definitely think it's made me more sensitive. So like, when I don't feel good, I'm. It's like I know that I'm not going to feel good if I eat this. Sure. So it's it's definitely like it's weird because like you can almost like plan. Like I'm like, oh, I have to like skate this weekend, so I'm like, all right, let's well, start eating pretty good like a couple days before, so I'm feeling like pretty solid. Sure. So you're not I, eating Taco Bell on the way to the session? No, <laughs> dude, I haven't eaten fast food in like so long, and then I we on the drive up to uh, Quebec with Zach. Mm-hmm. This trip we went on just a couple weeks ago was like i ate fast food in two day, two, two times in one day so we stopped at taco bell okay great start and, <laughs> tight and, uh, <laughs> so which is pretty accommodating for like non-meat dairy like right. product meals so right just got whatever and then went to an a and w and i they had the beyond meat burger and i was like all right okay. sick like i'll just get that and i was dying and i don't know if it was <laughs> But it's certainly coincidental because the next two days I was like, my stomach does not want to be attached to me. <laughs> That's for sure. Like, I'm oh, messed man. up. Time. So I, uh, I don't know for sure if that's related, but, but no, I just think that I'm all for like the healthy lifestyle, man. And not, not, I don't want to be like sound preachy, but it's, it's definitely something to consider if you're like looking for any positive changes. It's like, Totally. Think about what what you want out of your body and then make your decisions accordingly. Right. I love me some Oreos and I know <laughs> I don't know what the outcome is, but I still eat them. <laughs> no, that's sick when you take into consideration your, you know, physical and mental health and, you know, someone like you where skateboarding and snow skating means so much to, you know, change your diet to accommodate that and then reap the rewards from it. I mean, you know it makes sense and it almost makes you wonder why more people don't do that, you know? Yeah. I think it's been a big push in, in skateboarding, just the healthier like diet in general. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, you see it with like all the top athletes, but like by right. no means am I a top athlete, but it's just, uh, I think we're all like one person was just like, Whoa, we're doing like really intense things. Like we should be smarter about this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and everyone's like, not a bad idea, man. Yeah. <laughs> Got cool really quick. John Mata. Shout out to John Mata. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy, like, they, he has a really rad company that Raw mm-hmm. Superfoods, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing the full company correctly, but they have uh, some interesting, some good products. I know uh, one of the owners of Three Block is like swears by their, I think it's like a smoothie mix or, or some sort of powder additive it's like helped him out a bunch so oh sick yeah, yeah man I, I really am in support of the just got some new supplements in the mail that's what my cats are playing with hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> up up uh get up on that d3 yeah got no sun here in wisconsin <laughs> sick. uh well any uh any shout outs or thank yous you want to make before we wrap up josh yeah i want to say uh i'm gonna forget so many people but um definitely thanks to like the fam uh 
Mama Sue for buying the first snow skate. Mm-hmm. Um, Dad for building all the things for me to snow skate on and <laughs> letting me tear apart your deck to let me skateboard off it and all the <laughs> mischief that we could get in in the Rocket Power neighborhood. <laughs> um, yeah, and like Jake Boss and Phil Smodgy and all those like guys just for Jack O'Connor too. We didn't really bring him up. Like, oh, Jack is so sick. Yeah, super nice dude. And like he was always skating, like snow skating with us you know like it'd be like me jake jack and uh sometimes that one bmx rider ryan would come out and like it was so rad like there was a mm-hmm. good squad because like phil smodgy would be out he was traveling a lot so i couldn't get out with him too much right when i was younger but no the all the dudes from Elkhorn, so it was cool mm-hmm. and uh chefy at, at freedom jeff kopsky he's uh definitely like hooks it up super nice guy he's definitely uh helped support uh the the dream mm-hmm. quite a bit so it's super rad being like really close with the owner of the skate shop and sure. i personally believe he is the most talented skate shop owner he's a phenomenal skateboarder in general but he also owns a skate shop and like i think it was last year he tried to switch heel a stretch 10 so wow show me some other shop owner shop owners that are still hucking that's amazing and by for the record i said tried that means i'm making it very public that you have to go get it (laughs) (laughs) so sick trying to think i'm sure there's a bunch of other people i'm missing like of course matt plays at icon and and his dad steven Mm -hmm. they uh they started the whole the whole shebang Mm mm-hmm Wow, no shouts out to Blay. I see how it is. <laughs> we got Blay. Yeah. <laughs> You're the best. He's, uh, he's definitely made a lot of awesome, awesome things happen. So I feel like that that one almost that was I'm gonna go with that one goes without saying. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good you know, cover he, up, Josh. He's up, like, so so good. Like he's one of the most positive people I've ever met. And it's rad to be like at, at, I mean, at this age, but like the conversations you have are different than when you're like 16. You're like, right? Oh my god, I I love girls and 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 <laughs> cars. And yeah. now it's you have some like serious like real talks with friends, and it's like it's super rad because you're you're all adults now, and mm-hmm. so yeah, he's a real he's dude, a really really interesting guy to talk to, and for sure, very smart. Mm-hmm. And and you boys for making this making the best podcast in the world happen best snow skating podcast maybe <laughs> 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 <laughs>